Welcome to the Time to Thrive podcast, developed and sponsored by the Thrive Ladies Ministry of Central Baptist Church in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Come with us as we dive deep into the life stories and experiences of Christian women. Meet amazing women writers from our very own Central Baptist Church magazine, Come and See. Join us as Aaliyah and Anna discover how God has moved in the lives of these women and how circumstances permanently change their lives. Whether you're driving, working, or relaxing, we're glad you joined us today. And now, it's time to thrive. Hello, Thrive Ladies. It's Aaliyah and Anna ready to help you start your week off right with the Time to Thrive podcast. So today, we have a very special guest with us. We have Molly Kimmins, who Aaliyah actually works with, and Mm. Molly is my sister. So this is going to be a fun episode, definitely. So first of all, we're going to ask Molly if you could just introduce a little bit about yourself to everyone who's listening, and so we can just get to know you a little bit more. All right, sounds good. Um, so basic info, my name is Molly Kimmins. I'm 25 years old. I'm Anna's oldest sister, so if that gives you any kind of perspective. Um, I am the oldest of four girls, um, and my mom decided to homeschool all of us. So, yes, there was definite drama in our household, <laughs> that is for sure. Um So it did give me a little bit of a different perspective growing up, but it gave me a lot of other opportunities I wouldn't have Mm -hmm. um, if I'd went to public school or private Mm -hmm. school or something like that. Um, I also, like Anna said, I work with Aaliyah at Central Child Development Center. Shout out to them. (laughs) Best center there around. Right. (laughs) Um, So I've been there a little bit over six years, and... um, which it is a part of Central Baptist Church, for anybody who does not mm. know that. Mm-hmm. A, a hidden jewel. I am the kitchen manager. That's my official title, but I'm also a I floater. I did not know that. Of, I got that recently. Um, <laughs> I got <laughs> kitchen manager slash floater slash gopher and everything slash, in between. Slash the MVP. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> if you need anything... You call for Molly because she'll she'll know what to do, or I'll <laughs> fake it till I make it. So, um, <laughs> but it's super fun and I love working there. Um, and a little about about me, like personally, not just work related stuff. Um, I have my own catering business, Molly's Kitchen, that I've been doing for about five years, pretty strong. Um, and also, just as a side note for anybody interested, I'm a coffee fanatic. Yes. Drink it all the time. Um, Captain America is my all-time favorite superhero, <laughs> mm-hmm. hands down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love to travel, which me and Anna recently just took a trip to Colorado. Colorado. So that was go. an adventure so in itself. Yeah, that was good. Another story for another day, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Well, jumping on into it. Back in 2017, you wrote an article titled The Greatest Privilege. And in that article, you said... To me, service is the greatest privilege to ultimately leave behind a legacy of lives impacted for Jesus Christ. When you are passionate 
passionate about a ministry or service project, selfless love flows from you to the people you are ministering to. As a result, you serve because you want to, not because you have to. So now that we have a preview about yourself and we have seen a little bit about your article, now we're going to dive deep into it and see why God laid this message on your heart and just so you can share it with the women who are listening. So first question, why do you think God laid this message on your heart to share? I wrote this article a hot minute ago. <laughs> like, I couldn't even remember. How many years ago? Let's like back. six, 25. I was 19 in 2017, I think it was, I said. Yeah, um, yeah it's been a hot minute. But looking back over it, because I read it the other day in preparation, I oh, mean, you funny. can definitely tell a 19-year-old wrote it with a lot of <laughs> editing from their mother. Uh, at least my uh, my thoughts were there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but going back to your question of why this message was laid on my heart, it's probably because service has been such a big part of my life ever since probably middle school. I was very hesitant to get into ministry because it was something new that I had never done before. I was also mm-hmm. very a very introverted. I'm thinking I got involved around freshman year of high school mm-hmm. in uh, the cook team. It was my mm-hmm. first big opportunity to serve. Um, but I found out that service can be so much fun. Mm -hmm. You can make it your own. You get to meet people and you also get to serve the people who also love God. Mm -hmm. And we're all in the same boat. We have the same same purpose. We have the (laughs) same purpose that we're all going towards. Mm -hmm. So when you have that commonality, Mm -hmm. it really, um meshes us all together. I joined the church when I was a freshman, or I started coming, and the first thing that I did here was I, Molly, invited me to go help the cook team. It was during the summer. I was a freshman in high school. That's true. I forgot about that. And I was, like, so nervous, and so you're, it was kind of funny that you were saying that was your first really big time to like serve because here that was like really my first big opportunity I mean but then like looking back when I was like in youth and stuff those are like my favorite like memories from youth mm-hmm. absolutely like I just which you had younger people your age so whenever I started it was mainly like mm-hmm. seniors that's who made up the cook team that I started mm-hmm. on because they mm-hmm. were not losing help I was telling my friends, hey, you need to come be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had like four or five of my friends that just started helping. And That's we just crazy how that grew this started. group. And then now it's like the youth thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of crazy. So it's kind of like when you step out of your comfort zone, like how it opens up new opportunities. Yes. And it's also like there were all those different generations. Like there was the older generation and the younger generation. So it was like they were meshed together. Absolutely. And so like both of y'all had stuff to like give each other and mm-hmm. also to another point is whenever you get involved in something that you really really like you're going to talk about it to your friends and your friends yeah, are exactly. like i want to be a part too like even yeah. if it's just to hang out at the first part and then they're like i'm invested in this i want to yeah. keep going back for more yeah, yeah i exactly. feel like our church does a very good job of like having something for everyone to serve mm-hmm. like there's been a lot of opportunities here at this church for me and just my family in general to serve or whatever. Like we're getting the opportunity to have this podcast and like most people do not get like Mm -hmm. 
the opportunity to do mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff we do. Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and ask the next question because I feel like we're kind of <laughs> getting into some of the other questions. Okay, so the second question that we're going to ask you are why are Christians called to serve and in what ways do you serve personally? I'll try not to be too, too preachy and y'all can help t- tone it down a little bit for me because <laughs> um, I do like to be like that sometimes. The real answer is we're supposed to serve ultimately to glorify God. Mm -hmm. That's first and foremost. Second part is to bring unbelievers to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Those are the two big things. I was looking at Matthew 5, 16. Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds, your good works, and bring glory to our Father in heaven. Mm -hmm. So that kind of made me think like, we're supposed to be the beacons for the world to see. I know we hear that all the time, but um, we could be the only Bible, per se, that mm-hmm. somebody reads. So if we're shining bright for Christ, mm-hmm. maybe whatever we do or say could lead them to say, hey, why are they different? Mm-hmm. Mm. Exactly. And we kind of talked about this also in our <laughs> class. We keep on bringing know, this I took, up. I took like a lot crazy. of stuff like... From when just Wednesday class, I was like, I'll use this. This is okay. Okay, okay. No, we did too. Pause for a second. I'm sorry. This is a little plug for any young adult girls who need somewhere to have an outlet. Is that what I? Is that how I should say that? Have an outlet. Have a community. Community of group of girls who you don't really feel like you have a place. Um, next gen. Mm-hmm. thrive we just started a new ministry here and it's on wednesday nights 6 30 6 30 we have 630. games bible study it's so fun outings I we're planning. oh we are planning outings and we just have good conversation in the classes so yeah anyways so <laughs> kind of we were talking about we were talking about kindness and how like as us as humans, kindness does not come naturally to us as in like the Christ-like kindness. Like that's mm-hmm, not natural to mm-hmm. us as human beings. And I think also with service, I put this in my phone. I think I, I, think I say this on every single episode <laughs> we do. I put this in my phone. I need to say it. But it's like the it's when reminder. you're serving other people. Yeah, it is a good reminder because I always look it up. <laughs> but that kind of service is like not simply our nature Mm -hmm. like it requires god to help us and the holy spirit to give the desire and motivation to serve and you also quoted towards the end of it that personal revival is contagious it's consuming and it leads to passion and as stated earlier passion is what leads to true love and ministry so like when people see that we have that energy and we're excited like everybody in our class they were so excited you know it makes everybody else who's listening so motivated and like oh I want to serve like you said Mm -hmm. like when you went into that what was it called the at that time like when you served with the older people was it called the Wednesday night meals yeah yeah the cook team like when you served in the cook team you got excited and you told your friends. And so then it brings other people to get excited and motivated. So mm-hmm. like that kind of service is like not natural. Cause it's like, why would I serve when I can't gain anything back? Or like exactly. same thing, like with the income, like why would I serve and put all my time into something? And then I don't have something like getting back to me. So it's like that selfless service. Absolutely. And I think that's why it's so important. No, absolutely. So that mm-hmm. was one of the things that I had. No, that's good. My that's phone. really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to ask, uh, uh, as the part of the question, so what's 
personally, where do you serve right now? Because I know in 2017 when you were 19, it's definitely probably changed a lot. So yes, where do has. you serve now? Um, so currently I am the director of the Rock Solid Kids Choir, which is all mm. those elementary school kids in Awana. Oh, a wonderful time together. Yes. <laughs> I, I still know some songs from whenever I was a kid. Like, you know, th- those... I was telling someone this the other day, but, like, those songs, like, to them, they might not really understand them, like, now, but when you get older, like, you remember those they're songs. Like and they're, like, ingrained in like your mind. <laughs> stuck in your head, and sometimes I can catch myself singing it, or when someone's, like, talking about something, I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's, like, a song <laughs> right? that I learned. And they like, come in I handy so with your kids, don't they? Yes. And so, your like, my, my, I should say. Yeah, my, my <laughs> class. No, I don't have kids. Okay, anyways. Um, but then someone's talking about something, and so then I, like, start remembering that song. I'm like, that's where that song came from like that's what that means and so like even now if they don't understand what that song means later down the road they're like oh my goodness they Mm -hmm. were like trying to teach me like this is what anyways I just think it's like music is like a big tool for Mm -hmm. everything just how just how like the psalms in the bible are like we're songs so Mm -hmm. like that's how people remember Mm -hmm. stuff and it's like so crazy how we use songs now to like remember like stuff in the bible like but they use songs to like psalms Mm -hmm. to remember stuff like that that's anyways just a little super neat um but like we've been talking i also lead the youth cook team during the summer and also for all the big events at church believe it or not teenagers do cook your food yes i'm actually we haven't killed anybody yet knock on wood or something anna is one of those teenagers (laughs) yeah Aaliyah was one of them michael emily laura Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, I can't believe we haven't died yet. And <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so I also sing in the choir, and I am part of, I am a leader in our Next Gen Thrive class. So I don't necessarily teach, but I am a, leader, a leader in it. I try to relate to you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think your your bridge is what I think I was, yeah. like what you were trying to say last Wednesday, you're a bridge in between the two. No, that's very good. So the next question, number three, how would you encourage a person who feels that they do not have anywhere to serve? And how would you encourage a person who feels burnt out in their serving? So that's kind of a two-part question. So first part, you said encourage a person who feels that they don't have anywhere Mm -hmm. to serve. I say get out there, Mm -hmm. find something you're interested in, and just try something new. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. At the beginning, I was afraid to try new things. Mm -hmm. Um, But even today, kind of like what we were saying earlier, there are so many Mm -hmm. new things for people to serve in. Even just in the past five years, Mm -hmm. um, things have just exploded. Social media, podcasting, Mm -hmm. things within our church Mm -hmm. or the church in general. Um, And you will really be surprised when you get in there and find something because it could be you might do work for children as your job or you might work in a restaurant as your job. Mm -hmm. But if you have a hidden talent, let's say you like marketing or you like uh, working with children or music, if you get in there and explore those talents, it's amazing what uh, God can do through us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, little side story is or an example of this is uh this past year we had a new thing in our church we had the easter drama 
Mm-hmm. And uh, if you know me, how I am, I'm not a front and center stage person. Um, I'm really behind the scenes person. And I got a part in the play. I was actually a married. I was married. Um, so I had a speaking part, which I had like three lines, but I also had a solo. And I'm mm-hmm. not a solo singer, especially not a soprano. And that's what that song was. Mm-hmm. And I was very nervous. Like, I was excited, but I was super nervous. Mm -hmm. But what I learned from that experience is I got to be around people that I normally would have never had um, talked to Mm -hmm. unless I had been Mm -hmm. uh, in the drama. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, there were a lot of new people in the drama Mm -hmm. that I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. And just being able to work with them, learn about their stories, was amazing I enjoyed that so much mm-hmm. um and to answer your second question about feeling burnout um I get that 100 mm-hmm. percent I've been in that position myself because I will get overwhelmed I'll get frustrated mm-hmm. I'll be like what am I even doing this for I just need to give up now that's definitely not the way you're supposed to be but that also stems from trying to do service within your own self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really all about serving with a love for God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the big thing is if you aren't being poured into, if if you don't have a strong relationship with God, you're not going to be able to pour into other people. Mm -hmm. So you first have to be filled up with his spirit and then that's when you can uh minister to people in the way that we're supposed to mm-hmm. um because then you have an overflowing cup exactly, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. and um that's the big thing for me because I like to I'm a people pleaser at heart mm-hmm. and I will try to do and be everything and really the priority is God says put me first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it's people second yeah so Having a good, making sure that your relationship with God is the priority is a really big thing. Um, because when we do it in our flesh, flesh is really bible but when we do it in our own strength, we'll fail even though we have the best intentions ever. Yeah. Um, but when we do it in his sh- strength, uh, it's amazing the stuff that we will accomplish mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, so the next question is, you talked about how having meaningful relationships of all ages is important. Why is this important as you serve? So coming from a young adult perspective, um, which I still like to call myself a young adult, uh, I was thinking about this today. Really, if me as a 25-year-old, I would not intentionally go looking out to to know a 60-year-old. Or mm-hmm. a seventy-five-year-old, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't even be looking out to be to know a thirteen-year-old or a twelve-year-old. Mm-hmm. But whenever you're involved in church specifically, mm-hmm. you're—I don't want to say forced, but you're made to work with people of all different ages because everybody wants to be in music, or everybody wants to cook, or everybody wants to work with children. Mm-hmm. So you're. Given mm-hmm. the opportunity to work with different people. Mm-hmm. So if you're working with people once a week, mm-hmm. twice a week, once a month, you're going to start to talk to them to mm-hmm. develop a 
conversation with them mm-hmm. and just out of that, a relationship will be built. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is super important just from my own personal experience because let's say life experience-wise, somebody older than me is going to know if I'm trying to move out or mm-hmm. um, if I have a question about something in the Bible, they're going to be able to give me some very good advice, mm-hmm. just life experience advice, yeah, not just biblical advice. Mm-hmm. And that's also what I've been able to do for people that are younger than me um, is if they come to me with questions or something's going on in their life, be like, here's what I've done. This has worked for me. Mm-hmm. I'm just an ear to listen to. That has been really important for me, just mm-hmm. having the relationship, building the friendships because relationships with believers – you have the same mindset. Yeah, you have exactly. the same lifestyle mm-hmm. rather than people who are not Christians. Mm-hmm. So it's a good support. Yeah. Like um, mentors. Yeah. And yes, you know, mentors. That's what I was going to say. Like you have that accountability. Mm-hmm. Those people that if something happens or you have questions, like you you don't feel alone or you mm-hmm. don't feel isolated. Like you always know you have like people to pour into as younger kids. But then you also know if something hap- is happening in your life, you know that you have older people to go to and run to and mm-hmm. ask those questions. Yes. So it's not like you're alone. Like, I feel like that's why church is so important. Like you have that support group, you have that people that you can run to that's younger that you can teach what the older people like teach you also. But then you also have that older group that is like your mentors, your people who you can run to. So that's really good. So the very last question that we have today and, and this is probably going to be difficult. One sentence. This is hard. If you had to sum up what we have talked about into one sentence or one and a half sentences <laughs> to encourage the women listening, what would that sentence be? So I kind of was mulling over this and um, kind of was like a couple sentences, but I'll try to be brief. <laughs> um, summing up the article is... Service doesn't have to be a chore. Mm-hmm. It's something that can be so much fun. Yes. I genuinely look forward to the stuff that I can do for other people. Mm-hmm. That's just in my personality, and I enjoy it. It's almost, it can become a second nature. Mm-hmm. But like I said, definitely keep your relationship with God the priority so that you can effectively minister to other people. Mm-hmm. Um our service is a response to what God has done on the cross. Well, mm-hmm. Jesus has done on the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, and our love for him is seen by our service. Kind of like mm-hmm. we, I said earlier. Um, yes, it is a daily choice. Mm-hmm. It's not just you wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going to live a life of service, and that's the end. Mm-hmm. It's every day searching out ways to minister to people mm-hmm. Um, serve people and it is it might be hard but it's definitely worth it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially in the long run um, and it's exciting to see what we can accomplish together and the possibilities are absolutely endless <laughs> just think of how we can grow no that's so good very good alrighty so I just want to thank you Molly for <laughs> coming out and just having this conversation with us and also we want to thank all the listeners on here for hopping on here and listening to us having the conversation i hope you're encouraged by it 
I know we definitely are. This is very good, especially for younger generations, for older generations. Like this is applicable for anyone who's mm-hmm. listening. So thank you so much for joining us. And thank you again, Molly, for joining us. This has been awesome. So remember to look out for next time that we have our episode and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Time to Thrive podcast. We hope you are encouraged and inspired to thrive in your daily walk with God. To find out more about the Thrive Ladies Ministry, check out our Instagram and Facebook pages or visit our website.